everybody. My name is Tony Barnes. I'm a father, husband, realtor with Keller Williams Pinehurst, professional musician, ambassador for Military Foundation, Camp Resilient North Carolina, and corporate leader for Patriot Foundation. I've always been fascinated by people. Everyone I meet, I try to hear as much of their story in whatever brief moment in time we share. Even the most average-seeming human could have a captivating story. This show is about unlocking the stories of the people that I've been fortunate enough to meet and those whose names have positively influenced the communities they serve that maybe I haven't met yet, but can't wait to. This show is simply called More or Less with Tony Barnes. Moore is in Moore County, the beautiful southern North Carolina community that many of us call home. And because some of these stories need to be shared much more. Less, as in less serious, lighthearted conversations with one-of-a-kind humans about how they do more. Let's see, y'all have known each other before this then, huh? We've worked together. We I don't think we've really ever, maybe met in passing, but uh, right. most of the communication that we've had has been over email. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know Kim knows just about everybody, so, you know. Been here, it's 43 years in June. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. It's I started at be. the hotel in marketing and advertising okay. and PR ah. when it was in receivership. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about, let's introduce this mysterious voice that yes, we have indeed. over here. It is time. Uh, <laughs> this is the Kim Gilly, the executive director of Patriot Foundation, among many other things in her past. So, speaking about your past, tell us about I didn't had no idea you worked at the resort, Piners. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Tell us about that and the experience you had. So I'm one of these rare people that have been here for a very long time. <clears throat> I've been here 40, 43 years in June. Uh, moved down here, went to work at the resort, um, did marketing and advertising and PR and entertained a lot of the writers over the years. And then um, in 19... 19- uh, 1987 or 88 after number seven course opened we hosted about 300 writers from all over the world and uh, that was a that was a great joint venture when CCA had had come in and bought the property and and started developing and then went on and formed my own company and then we had uh, LK Copy Center over here on Bennett Street which is now the First Health Imaging Center and then later on we bought Village Printers in Pinehurst and then eventually merged the two because we felt like it was better to work smarter than than harder Mm -hmm. and uh, so in, in that time we did a lot of both digital as well as conventional offset press which brings me to Patriot Foundation because we did a lot of work for them um it was founded in 2003 i think we've been doing work since maybe 05 for them uh and then as i got ready to retire plus they they continued to grow they asked actually if i would come over and be executive director which actually has now become um, president and ceo of the foundation So Spike Smith and his wife, Debbie, who are locals here and and great, great people, great um, philanthropic people, um, they were actually the founders of Patriot Foundation. Um, as many people know, Spike was a, a, a golf pro at one time, and they had been to Kenny Bunkport, and then on their way home on the drive, they were like, we need to do something. This is 2003, after um, certainly the uh, Twin Towers falling and uh, the global war on terrorism had begun, and there were a lot of people that needed help and and help with scholarships so that's the driving force behind patriot foundation is to raise funds for scholarship for killed but wounded injured and ill Mm -hmm. that's and the wounded injured and ill are certainly the large focus you hate to think about it but if one of our service members is killed there are certain avenues that will help with their education but a lot of the wounded injured and ill are medically discharged thank you for your service or the or the guys have done one or two tours and they're like out of they're ready to to 
get out of the whatever armed service they're in. We have thankfully funded all all branches, well, except for space service, the space force. We haven't funded anybody there, but um, it is uh, for soldiers, their families, their spouses who uh, have a disability, and. We now have raised in all those years over nine million dollars and wow. three and three thousand scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the process right now uh, on our website patriotfoundation.org. Uh, we've opened the scholarship application process. Uh, it opened April one. It will run through May the thirty first. We already have almost. Um, 150 either completed or in the pipeline to be completed applications, and we're only 17, 18 days in. Wow. I know. So what 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 that gets to is actually that, and that's just in North Carolina. Oh my gosh! So that's the entire state. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where and you you kind you said something, but you said um, K. KIA, mm-hmm. I'm assuming these scholarships, because um, you haven't explicitly stated, they're for family of these service members. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yes. Okay. But now, um, here within the last little bit, we did get some COVID money as well. And so those are actually available to um, disabled veterans. Mm, okay. It's a 50% or greater disability. But as you guys know, you jump out of an airplane a few times and you know, or uh, you know a lot of the um a lot of hearing loss there's there's a whole mm. lot of things that 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 our our warriors go through to and it doesn't have to be while you're in battle i mean training the training exercises and the things that that our our folks go through to make sure we're protected is pretty rigorous yeah i mean look at the unfortunate accidents that mm-hmm. happen where service mm-hmm. members are killed in those training exercises so Act that recently, just yeah. alone we only have to know. look back a couple of weeks with yeah. the two blackhawks at at fort campbell mm-hmm. that were doing nighttime exercises yeah. and um so we uh, we fund scholarships but we also with private donations and that's why these are so important uh we'll we can um fund 529 accounts as well and certainly have have done that and then they can reapply each year and so by the time they get to to college and that's whatever uh accredited college or university or uh votech you know that's become huge now and especially with our spouses and and even the soldiers that need to go back and um retrain so in some instances, you know, I'm a nurse. I've I have three kids. My husband is deployed. It's probably less expensive for me to stay home and and or homeschool or do what. And then all of a sudden, her her soldier comes back and is has traumatic brain injury or uh, is a paraplegic, and suddenly she is now going to be the. Um, the breadwinner and it may be that hey i want to take my associate's degree and bump it to a bachelor degree we'll help with those um with that going back and getting those recertifications and it's just amazing i mean tony's been with us uh twice a year we've done what's called a corporate or civic leader uh visit to fort bragg and it's really a deep dive into what we do. And in the the first part of it, we're we're fortunate that the 18th Airborne Corps and uh, 82nd uh, come in and and talk about all the different divisions. We we have the head of Walmac is there, the um, all the different corps commanders, and they come in and talk to to this group. Mm-hmm. And then we go over to Survivor Outreach Services, which a lot of people will see SOS. And um, uh, Charlotte Watson heads that, and she is a one-woman dynamo which you may want to have her on here at yeah. some at yeah, some point. She's yeah. she's great. 
Um, and of course, with with the SOS, um, she's really dealing with just those uh, surviving family members. And then usually we'll bring in someone that's benefited from our scholarship and talk to talk to those guys. The, well, it's just our whole group is about. We run about twenty twenty five, mm-hmm. I think, when that it Tony, yeah. um, and then we also have uh, what we call battle buddies um, that go along mm-hmm. with us for a better part of the day. That's awesome. Yeah. Lunch with um, the folks from McCall, so the Green Berets and Special Forces, and then transfer over to USASOC and some of the get to shoot a little of the toys that are there so it's it is it is a full day but it certainly gives you an idea of how um how they train boots on the ground in 72 hours and and as they say when when washington calls 911 fort bragg answers Mm -hmm. and so we've had that close relationship but like we were talking about a few minutes ago we also um, work closely with Fort Campbell, Fort Carson. At Campbell, it's Screaming Eagle Foundation, the 101st, um, and then Night Stalkers also, which is the 160th SOAR. And and a lot of those guys, even though they're at Campbell uh, or Fort Campbell, they may have retired and and they're in North Carolina, and so now they're eligible for North Carolina money. Mm, okay. So um, that's... Yeah, I'll say it's uh, one of the many, many of the great honors of my life because I'm, I'm a civilian, um, but my parents were Air Force just for four years when they were younger, and that's where they mm-hmm. met in Alabama, and then uh, they moved to Virginia and then back here in North Carolina. But just for me to be able to be rubbing elbows with some of these people, and Kim was one of the first ones that really got me, uh, invited mm-hmm. me to this. I mean, I I, I kind of lucked into the Patriot Foundation because I was I just became a realtor. I was a professional musician prior to that, but I, I had my realtor's license, and I just happened to be booked for a music event at an open house so they asked me to play mm-hmm. at an open house from a realtor that i know i think and or somebody or was that you betsy betsy yeah oh, betsy that's right betsy uh mcdougall she's she's been a huge huge uh supporter of mine all, all over the years and we definitely need to give her a shout out because she's <laughs> Absolutely. she's wonderful is she still doing the accounting <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah bookkeeping and actually she's very involved with the scholarships as is uh amber johnson carter who uh lives lives here as well and so it's the scholarship program has grown to the point that we it's taken more and more people so yeah. but yeah but I Betsy can't imagine like 150 ish applications like that that goes to show that you guys have made your stamp you know mm-hmm. on the world mm-hmm. I mean how I, I mean how would you know how would so many know and and unfortunately it's it's you know disabled mm-hmm. killed wounded so there's that I mean that limits the pool there as the, as it is you well know? and you think about this too and you were playing at the patriot house yes the patriot and house. Uh, so give a shout to will huntley yes. because that was part of of uh his stan bradshaw um was also in, involved in that but will built that house and then um the the proceeds from the house went to patriot foundation Mm -hmm. so we were thrilled about that but if you think about uh the surge is that was in the 07 08 09 so now now we're into 10 12 15 years later so out of those seven thousand uh service members that have that have fallen you've got they're they're college-age kids now, so that's part of, I think, the the drive as well as to where that that is. Yeah. It's a sad thing that there's that many, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's great that they have this outlet among the other outlets with the government and everything that they mm-hmm. can they can apply to and get some extra help. I mean, I'll tell you the most sobering thing, you know, well, there was many of them, but there's also many really uh, encouraging things about going to the Civic Leadership Day, of course, and it's really amazing just to be involved and be invited to that because so many things you don't, the average civilian doesn't get to see, but, mm-hmm. you know, just, just uh, hearing like a gold star spouse like Britt, Britt um, mm-hmm. Harris, we had her on mm-hmm. on one of the very first episodes. Yeah. And she's an ambassador for us as well. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. And she, she is, I mean, I can't, I mean, her story is just it's so heartbreaking, but she has, I mean, I know she deals with it every day, but she overcomes that and she's able to speak about it so eloquently and explain her story that it might help somebody else, you know, down the road. And, mm-hmm. and that we saw mm-hmm. her at the SOS 
that day. And then just looking at the wall after they speak, we go look at the wall and the wall has, you know, names and dates of the soldiers and their faces that that have passed. And that is just a sobering experience, you know, just to know that these young men and and women have Mm -hmm. passed away. And and it's just, man, but it makes you really have a sense of, um, you know, pride in America that hopefully these young men and women didn't die for in vain and that you mm-hmm. support the the country and everything and, and then going to see JSOC I mean that's like right awesome. joint special operations commander right? there are people on the base that have never been back there wow yeah <laughs> like I'm and you know and and seeing the oh the the monuments there mm-hmm. um and I hope I didn't skip forward but no. could you explain a little bit about what, what that is or is that even yeah well that? <laughs> at the, towards the towards the end of the day we we get handed off to different different places but the um the JSOC, which is Joint Special Operations Command, it, you know, there's an acronym for everything in the Army and and, and military service in general. And you said USASOC earlier, which which is United States Army Special Operations Command. So that falls within the purview of the JSOC, right? Well, you, or is it yours? So Joint Special Operations is what you would think it is. It's Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Um, they and and there are certain people that are pu- pulled out of each one of those branches uh, to right, make okay. the joint. So they're kind of like uh, at the same. Yeah. They're like when uh, America calls, that's who answers yeah, the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay. okay. Jo- joint Special Operations Command was formed, and I'll have to, I'll have to get all of that but mm-hmm. um, basically the monument has the mo- uh, the the stars at the bottom were the first people that were killed um they had done a um uh, oh, i'll think of it here in a minute but they've done it they did a uh, they went out to rescue our our folks and they were were basically a lot of them didn't didn't make it back mm-hmm. um uh, and so that's at the base of this monument the center of the monument has sand from desert storm the uh stone is from the field in uh in pennsylvania where one of the planes went down there's granite from the pentagon Mm -hmm. and then there's steel from the twin towers Mm -hmm. in this in the center there and then there are uh, names that there's a star for each person that has lost their life that was part of the joint special operations command Um, and then there are also um, engravings from different ones from a philosopher and ones from reagan and uh and and a couple of others so uh that's uh that is a truly moving experience to to see that mm-hmm. then uh then you get to go you, there are a lot of places you have to leave your phone and you can't go in and and do that but we were able to go inside and uh to one of the rooms that kind of looks like Houston, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and you sit down, and there are two phones, and it's like, do not touch that phone. But, mm-hmm. but don't accidentally yeah. call the president or anything. Yeah. <laughs> or don't push the red button, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just that experience. Uh, and I've been fortunate. Thank you for inviting me, you know, to go several times. It's really an interesting to meet the people that are present there, too, that you invite mm-hmm. because they're big donors uh, and they're, they're very internationally known many of them you know mm-hmm. um i'm not sure if we're supposed to talk about them or not or if you want yeah. to i mean they're donors right so do you well, want we to talk have about we have a couple of different ways certainly we've got our patriot people who <laughs> understand what the day is is going about and then we have we always like to have our donors or our supporters they're they're our best third-party qualifiers i mean they're the ones that believe in what we're doing enough that um that they they donate their their money and it gets some is personal some is corporate which doesn't matter to us as long as we can can turn it convert it into a scholarship and then we have some new people who have never experienced um bill belk from charlotte belk oh wow yeah. and he he came up we, he was in there a couple of years ago he goes you know i've never been in here I've never been in here. And so our relationship, thanks to 
Spike and and Chuck Delliot got to mm-hmm. definitely give him a shout because yes. Captain Delliot, uh, retired Navy, is really I I don't think Patriot Foundation would be where it is without him and without all of our volunteers. They they're passionate about. Um, helping Ed Broyhill is also on in our board and uh, when he we give out an award at the at a dinner and it's um, exemplary patriot and and Ed said something in his that um, always stuck with me is that I never was able to serve in in the armed forces he said but there are other ways to serve and he certainly has stepped up and and done that and uh and we appreciate him for that and then uh you know then amanda ratcliffe um who is with vertex and that's based out of berwin pennsylvania mm-hmm. and and she w- said last year she was like this is you, you all make it easy for me to do what i do which is is contribute and uh but we always have a um a gold star or a recipient uh speak and uh, a couple of years ago the the one that kind of stands out to me too um is she said you know we our stories may be different as to why we wear the gold star but our scars are all the same and that's you know these these folks are are really how could you help not help but but um do what you can do to make sure that those visions um they don't die with your with your warrior they you we we're going to help you get that education and of course we can't do that without donor dollars so Mm -hmm. just like every other nonprofit in this world it's amazing to see what what nonprofits do so yeah. it's just amazing to see like uh you know as a civilian going in uh you know i think it's a big it's an important thing and, and i always t- i always say this like i have no business being in that room like i always say that when it comes to these things <laughs> yes, and i do. don't but yes you do but the thing is, is that y- when it really comes down to it you do because the civilian world see we're near fort bragg so i grew up here so it's been in our face the entire time mm-hmm. a lot of the, the cities in america aren't near big bases they have right no idea they have no mm-hmm. idea what's going on they just hear the news or whatever but when you have families and soldiers that live in your neighborhood and that tra- and sacrifice so much you know that's one way of seeing it but then when you get to go see how they like they explain what they're doing and what they're trying to achieve and and you you meet with these soldiers and their fam- like you know and you see them in action it, it, get, it bridges the whole like i don't know what this is about mm-hmm. you know and and makes you want to care more more even Mm -hmm. if you know even though i cared because i had friends over the years because i grew up here that i saw the struggles i saw the alcoholism i saw the um Mm -hmm. you know the all the the pain and struggles in their families and their you know uh, just everything that because it is they'd sacrifice so much they literally have to leave their families on on a moment's notice and then you know anybody that could cause anybody to have uh, family problems alcoholism uh, drug use like it's just, I mean, it's hard not to. So you really want to help those people, and this is one way to do it. And just to mm-hmm. see them at their at work, and like, you know, it's just amazing to see what they achieve and, and their goals and their plans, you know, firsthand. So yeah. it's really cool. Well, you know, there's a uh, in the services there's a like a chief notification officer, and uh, mm. that's uh, somebody said the hardest job in any of the services is having to knock on the door and know that when that door opens what you're going to say changes their lives completely and imagine having to do that seven thousand different times but there's 1.5 million children uh gold uh, gold star there are the wounded and the injured and the ill and so if there's 1.5 million that are injured wounded and ill and you figure most of those are have children of their own and now they're now they're getting to to be college age so that's that's the tough part of it but we're we're here and uh we trudging forward and like say um we've done um amber uh, johnson carter who does the scholarships came to us from campbell uh, university which we were 
thrilled to to get her. So she was in the uh, scholarship administration office and uh, for several years, and uh, so she's been doing a a great job of actually making sure that the colleges and the universities uh, in those VA offices know that when when they come when that student comes in that to point them in our direction too so we're getting we're getting more um i think more scholarship applications that way too and it was really interesting too not just the and we've been talking about gold star spouses maybe you can just explain to the people that don't know what that is maybe just oh yeah so gold star is if you um if your soldier was killed um, and it doesn't, you know, killed in action, but if he was killed in the line of, of duty. Um, so that's a gold star wife. You have a gold star mother mm-hmm. and uh, in a gold star family as well. So and then seeing, you know, uh, not only did we hear from a gold star, multiple gold star spouses or mother, mm-hmm. we heard I think we heard from one mother when I was there. And also, uh, I believe it was a son that had just. I guess graduated college or maybe just mm-hmm. went to college or something mm-hmm. like that and hearing them speak and, and their perspective of what happened because they were so young when it happened or whatever and just the fact that you your your organization you know helped provide free college or whatever you mm-hmm. know for the, for him uh, you know out of an un- really sad and mm-hmm. tragic event, you know, and just to see the the full circle because you've been around long enough, like you said, right? That you can see the the fruits of of your labor and what you guys do, and it's just really when you see it firsthand. I mean, it just it it makes your jaw drop that you know what goes on and what what it, you do. It really does. Um, and even on the on our our website, the PatriotFoundation.org, we always have. Um, a couple of the quotes and our Facebook page and Instagram and Is that uh, all of that. The PatriotFoundation.org or just PatriotFoundation.org. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and you can we actually have the dot com, so it points both mm, both okay. ways. But okay. mm-hmm. um, we have several of the um, and some video snippets uh, uh, as well. Uh, but it's it's interesting now to see that some of our folks that we helped with scholarships have now graduated and and are sort of paying that forward. Um, so we're kind of in the process of revamping some of our our website as well to be able to feature s- some more of that, so people can understand just what a impact we we have. The donors have, have you know they're they're. They're passionate. They're devoted. They're and and most of them are are just volunteers. There's really not a lot of paid hands involved. Right. It's it's all their their love for uh, for this continued service. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, something that when y'all kind of opened up for me i mean to finish the story earlier about like mm-hmm. the reason after the the patriot house um <clears throat> where i played that's where i met chuck deliot uh who was the, he was mm-hmm. the was the founding member president he's the president and uh chairman of the board he's okay. since rotated off but mm-hmm. yes yeah so, and yeah. uh and he's been so gracious to me like i met him there briefly and his wife as i was walking grabbing my speakers to go out they his wife especially was just like chatting chatting me up oh your music sounds so good and we should you know we should keep in touch and chuck was like yeah absolutely and 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 then i just had the idea because it really made me feel um accepted you know and and into something that i really felt i I knew i had passion about it my parents served a little bit and and i and as i was getting older i grew up and i realized how important fort bragg is to to mm-hmm. the entire country and and i just i wanted to find i just got into real estate i wanted to find a foundation that i really could care about and get behind and that was instantly just a, a hit and i was like let's let's do cox harley davidson that just came into mm-hmm. uh Robbie. into the area and i and i just met them through music and i was like hey let's put on a benefit concert and long story short it, it wasn't it wasn't a huge success but we you, you were able to get some uh some people out there and i met them and and uh and they that's when you invited me to the first one and i'll tell you it was just a um it was just a an eye-opening experience for me and ever since then i have just been extremely passionate about trying to support 
the military in any way I can, you know, financially, voluntarily. I mean, just growing up here and being a part of the families and my own neighborhood has, I mean, it's probably 75% military. Yeah. You know, I just see it and it really, it really affects me that I want to do whatever I can. And it's, it's smaller than some of the people in those rooms that were with us, you know, as far as financially, <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe I can make a difference in a different, with a voice, you know, or something. And, uh, that's what I want to try to do. So I appreciate the, uh, the fact that you We appreciate you, you and, and your contributions as well. So don't under, <laughs> don't undersell yourself. So that's, that's been, been great. <laughs> I happen you. to be over, um, we keep referring to it as Fort Bragg, but as we all know, Fort Liberty. Is it officially Fort Liberty now? June 1. Oh, June okay. 1. All right. Yeah, so we might as well get in the habit, right? I know. At, well, it was interesting. I was invited over um, uh, to uh, Colonel Howell had a, a group of, of folks that ran nonprofits, and they're going to start a Liberty a sunset liberty walk and that's going to be each evening at sunset so it's a revolving time um, but as the sun sets then the lights are going to come on and it's about a point six one so it's not about it is point six one miles so it's not that it's a big long walk but each day will um uh, have a honor a different veteran and uh, soldier and it will they'll walk to liberty park and so he said well we might as well get this out of the way right you know it is changing and that there were over fourteen thousand submissions for names wow. for fort bragg now oh, right, fort liberty right. and um uh, general mcneil uh, who's also on our advisory board um, was heading everything up and this woman stood up in the back and she was a gold star mother so she'd lost her son and uh, said you know my son didn't serve and die for a man's name he served and died for liberty mm-hmm. and I and I said well there you go. That uh, kind of gave you goosebumps. So I guess I'm, I'm guess I'm sold over on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean that, that that story is it shared a lot because that that makes it more like it wasn't just like oh what what is this like that that makes it a real legitimate thing like okay it's Fort Liberty and now whether you like it or not this was why it was named that. I and that that was my comment to to him. I was like my hand went up. I was like you all are not doing a great job of communicating. <laughs> yeah, that seriously. because. Once you hear that, you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, my thought was, do we really want to spend all that money to change everything that's labeled Fort Bragg? But, yeah. but when you hear, when you hear that behind it, and and know that, and so I don't know what that Gold Star mother's name was, or who her son was, or if we are indeed funding uh, one of his children, but um, hopefully. Hopefully we are. Hopefully that that came to full circle. But we're uh, we're as I say we're twenty years into the foundation now. So it's a uh, twenty years as of twenty twenty three. It'll mm-hmm. be twenty. When was it? September eleventh of wow. twenty oh, of, of two thousand three. Right. Okay. Because um, it it had been going on a little bit, and we certainly were in the throes of of nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Still were. And, go ahead. I was wondering we've mentioned scholarships a lot, but for some reason earlier in the conversation you said something that made me wonder, do you do other is there are there other ways that you help the families or is scholarships it? Is that that's what you do with the money that you raise? That's the charter is basically that because it actually even started as Patriot scholarships. Okay. Um, and so the five two nine accounts. Maybe I was mentioning mm-hmm. you did, that. and I did want to ask what mm-hmm. that what yeah. those are specifically as well. Well, those are. Um, well, you, I bet do your kids have a five two nine account. Is They're college, college funds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I put yeah. money away, but I have an actual. Yeah. Yeah, me too, I guess. <laughs> Same. Yeah, that's it. They're going to go to Sand Hill. There's and nothing right. wrong with that. Sand Hills is fantastic. I'm and I will send already them. Already advocating for Pembroke. 
I will tell you, you that. Oh, oh yeah, man, I love yeah. I love Pembroke, and yeah, it's five hundred dollars for a semester. Yeah, UNCP is great. Chris mm-hmm. Maples, who used to be with um, Congressman Hudson's office, okay. is now over there, and uh, there's they're they're really they're really doing great yeah, with that are. with that program. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we um, Votech. You know, not every kid is cut out to yeah. be. I went to community college. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we actually have uh, assisted in a group. Um, it's with special forces. And I think it's seventh group, but it's definitely the the these guys have all served. And now they're they have a um, a drone program. And oh, cool. uh, yeah, it was on the West Coast, and now it's in Florida. And so, Seventh Special Forces Seventh Group is based out of there. But um, it's a program; it's accredited, um, and they're learning to. Fl- they're not flying to look over the neighbor's fence. These right. these guys are really. Um, it's it's a complete program, and you can come back year after year and and continue to to uh, grow in that but you are you are certified with the faa uh, mm-hmm. to fly those drones and there's a there's a lot of agricultural applications mm-hmm. for those and mm-hmm. um increasingly wartime applications yeah, as well yeah yeah, yeah. but the, you're right i mean even on the outer banks or some of those places along the highways you know they're using the drones now to to spray um keep the kudzu down right, right. <laughs> virginia creeper mm-hmm. but th- that's uh, one of the programs that we've helped fund um over the years cool. um so it it is it does need to be accredited but you know now i think people are you know w- welding and mm, and right. plumbing and all those other things that that they um they can do even well, i mean yeah you see it a lot around here you see mm-hmm. a lot of companies that are just a guy or a couple of guys that are uh, retired mm-hmm. um veterans and they i said it again i have this thing i, I say retired but they're only officially retired if it's 20 years of service right is that kind of the thing when you we, say we found out oh. i thought retired <laughs> veterans was a Kind of an oxymoron, yeah, or what? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think it there there is, but that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 but you yeah. see people who are, start these little construction companies or little welding yeah. companies, yeah. and and that's how they make a living after they're out of the service. And so I think it's a yeah. You need more trades around here. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Trades. I mean, well, have y'all talked to Ken Rigsby and his foundation? I'm, 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 yeah, I'll have to give you yeah, that you give information. Us a list. Yeah, we'll take because a list. Yeah. they. Um, he he, along with Mike Germont, Mike is uh, one of our founding board members, and um, they have actually built a whole building, and they're doing the woodworking and the turning and the and uh, teaching teaching folks to be able to to do that. Awesome. And it's it is the the building is awesome too. So they they take a, just a few students at a time, but they're generally they're not all military, but a lot of them a lot of them are and ken is a retired colonel mm. and uh so he's out in whispering pines so it's it, it is a local group um so you, you're right I, we're fortunate in southern pines pinehurst whispering pines aberdeen area to to have the retired group but you know there's a lot of baby carriages here on on yeah. saturday mornings mm-hmm. and i think in in 1980 when i moved here you, you couldn't you there were there are more kids on a saturday morning at Pinecrest or Pinecrest High School on the soccer field than there were in the whole county. <laughs> I remember I grew up yeah. pretty much in the mid eighties here. And yeah, yeah. I mean, even even that's a good point too. Is even in uh, before two thousand in the nineties when I went to high school. I mean, it was like there was not a lot to do for a kid around here. You know, it's like that's why we probably got in a lot of trouble because we just were trying to find something to do. But, um, but yeah, now just ama- amazing the growth and and the diversity here. You know, because yeah. of Fort Bragg, really. You know before it was it was known 
specifically for, you know, uh, Pinehurst and, you know, international mm-hmm. golf, mm-hmm. you know, we're known around the world and people wanted to retire here, kind of like a little Florida, mm-hmm. mini Florida, you know, except mm-hmm. we pay taxes here. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then, uh, but then, you know, as you grow up, I, I loved, I love still seeing the growth as long as this growth that's, um, you know, I mean, I'm a realtor, so obviously I would like to see that. But at the same time, I, don't, I grew up here, and I think it's great to have such diversity in our county, uh, and just to have different places to eat, great food, and like the, the Reds Corner over there, the food trucks and all that. Oh, like, yeah. it's yeah. such a great little vibe that we have here in, in, in Moore County. You know, so that's why and we started doing of, this show. Of the, yeah. the breweries and and everything that you know, those are all military yeah. folks that have, have come in and then, so. and then i think about when i first started visiting in 2011 when my sister uh, moved down here or right around then coming to downtown southern pines i mean half the town was empty storefronts mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. you have a bigger population you have more people moving here they can support small businesses which mm-hmm. you know allow local other locals to make a living doing something mm-hmm. making this place more vibrant and it's just mm-hmm. that circle that self and our live after five and you know first fridays and yeah we could all go on and and on but yes we could you know the (laughs) the um the growth is just it's been been good so it's you know like you say it's I'm, I'm, I don't know about trying to go down to where Target is anymore. Oh, gosh, yeah. Trying to get through that. I know. But, I've talked yeah. to some people who said, well, I'm going to just not drive over there anymore once it comes in. It's yeah. going to be tough. But. Yeah, traffic is one thing, but I guess that's a. But, you know, you know that, that'll um, continue to be improved as well. I mean, we hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, just is exciting. It's an exciting time to be in, and for me, in Moore County, you know, and I've got kids, and I wouldn't want to raise my kids anywhere else. I mean, I, I'm selfishly, I grew up here. I'm kind of one of the, reg, you know, the actual people, not the actual people. That's a terrible thing to say. Uh, the, the people, natives, native the, the actual work. native, not the actual people that belong. That was not going to be a very well taken. I, I didn't know you were going there, but I, was I, no, I meant the natives. Well, um, 43 years, I've got my papers. That's so. right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that yeah, I wasn't born here, but I, I got here as fast as I could. I, I was here with a pacifier in my mouth at two two years old. So yeah, I'm, I'm a transplant. Sort of so, yeah. but yeah. I, I feel yeah. like I live yes, here. I feel, we accept transplants. Yeah. That's what it's awesome That's, about Moore County. It's yeah. diverse. We accept you. We want you here, Frank. Well, That's right. good, Frankie D. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Frankie D, you gotta write a. We need to write a song for you, like a hip hop song. All right, Frankie D, in the house. <laughs> well, we could do spoken word. Yes, I, I'll do spoken word. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I thought you would be good at that. I yeah, um, the hip hop. It just doesn't come off right. Yeah, but I'll do spoken word yeah. any day. Frank, yeah. Tank, Sank. <laughs> is that how spoken word this is very corny now I'm sorry oh, no, I'm no. sorry Kim to, we, we, we're, we're getting to that point we, in the day yeah. where it's like I may just say thanks what do we talk about here we don't know what to do with our hands so, so I did want to since we've derailed the conversation already you mentioned sorry. writers in Pinehurst was that like a big thing I, mm-hmm. I mean was that like one of the main um, we used to have what was called a fam trip familiarization trips and uh Back when when I first got there, um, Marcus Fields was was the president, and he pulled me in my, uh, his office, and he said, "You know, your main job is to make sure that number two remains in the top twelve in the world, because it, back then, golf magazine or or or, uh, or just golf digest um, did the rankings, and that wasn't like, now." they rank everything but back then it was a it was a big thing to be the, in the top 12 and then the top 100 which certainly we have a lot of those um and so part of that was hosting all the golf writers and that's oh, uh, yeah, yeah. okay golf writers that yeah, makes sense yeah. that travel makes... and travel writers right. as well okay um, wow. but that was tra- and travel agents that sure. was also a big thing mm-hmm. you know to to do that um, getting certainly the association business, the corporate business, was was important as well. Um, so that was okay. That, that was makes part sense. Of it. I was thinking like literature. Well, no, but you know, Boyd House. That's yeah. That's why. Uh, I, yeah. I think that's why my mind went there is because mm-hmm. they like to cultivate that um, environment over there, and yeah. so it just. Well, the, the guys I used to play golf with, they it was a. a 
1,050 words, you know, basically right, right. is what mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that, mm-hmm. that was. The, yeah, what they, they keep it, got to keep it tight. Yeah. yeah. Was uh, uh, Kevin Drum, you know, Drum and Quill, yeah, wasn't yeah, his Kevin. dad a golf writer? Yeah, Bob Drum, yeah. big Bob. Did, he did was, you ever meet him? I, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But at the Pinecrest, oh, okay. um, but uh, yeah, Bob Drum drummer was the drummer was also on CBS and so, oh, wow. yeah. Okay. So you go to the Drum and Quill. There are lots of photos there along with uh, he and Arnold Palmer were big mm-hmm. buddies. So yeah. um, Arnold used to come here quite a bit, and uh, Payne Stewart even mm-hmm. before he won the U.S. Open. So mm-hmm. that's lots. what's amazing about this town too is like you. Well, every time I get the the privilege to be in Pine or in the resort or members club or whatever playing music or just visiting you just especially playing music i'll tell you i've been invited been lucky to play music on uh, right behind the 18th hole on number two mm-hmm. right right before the clubhouse and, and it, when the sun goes down and you just look you look back and you see the sun going down and it's just something magical about that place over there it really the history of this mm-hmm. town mm-hmm. is it's is, there there i mean it's pretty old i mean it's not as old as charleston or st augustine or anything but there's a lot of history here you know yeah. and it yeah. just makes you feel connected to that history a little bit you know yeah i mean it's hard to be that old those are port towns and so the people mm-hmm. were settled there early 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 and they had to for to get things there and make a living and get them from europe but i think we can we're we're definitely pretty old mm-hmm. for a landlocked area mm-hmm. i mean yeah the railroad was the thing i remember seeing some old pictures from 100 years ago where it's just i mean it really is the the town of sand you know like yeah. the, the oh, trees yeah. were barely existent evidently back then I, I think i've seen many pictures like that in southern pines and it's just uh it's amazing they chose this place for green grass and you know like golf yeah. course because uh, the pictures i saw was like a lot of sand you know but maybe is that good for growing no because you need like soil right to grow well actually i think it's great because the water will leave the yeah, we the can turf play pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So yeah. it, it can rain heavily, which it does. Uh, we, as we all know, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe even by that afternoon you can pretty much play on the course. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, it was it was originally a health resort, hmm. and uh, and it was halfway between New York and and Florida. Interesting. And uh, that was the way Tufts marketed that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then there were all the cottages that mm-hmm. there. A lot of them are still there. Mm-hmm. Um, the old cottages was where people would stay, and they'd be brought their meals because mm-hmm. it was like a resort. It was like a, a health resort, and so mm-hmm. they'd have all some dietary restrictions. Some of them, and so they'd have like a, a collective kitchen, and the resort staff would make the f- food and then take it to them in their little mm-hmm. co- cottages. Wow. If you go into um, the theater building in Pinehurst, into the Welcome Center for the Village, there's a booklet that we we printed. But there's a booklet um, of a lot of the cottages. There's uh, and sort of a walking map that you can kind of go through of the ones that are are still here. You know, we fire was probably the worst enemy of mm. of everything, and uh, even. You know, even up into the 80s, the hotel was four, three stories, four stories. There's actually five if you count up the cupola area. Mm. And there was not a fire truck that could reach you if you were on the top floor. Mm. Huh. And nice. so we've come a long way with our our service industry as, as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's really cool to see, too. And I, I talked to Roy Harville, our former broker in charge who's mm-hmm. been around here a long time in real estate and he was it's interesting to hear his backstory because he was one of the people that uh, i guess bought uh, what was it the, the magnolia ho- the or the holly, holly. Mm-hmm. yeah there was a tender box when that but yeah roy was a moving force in in helping to to revitalize that yeah that's you amazing know? to hear and even when cca came in in the mid 80s um they they realized that the village was an important part of what they did and they they weren't just people that bought the hotel and the golf courses and that was it they became a true partner in uh, in helping not just the village but all the surrounding things and and helping to make sure that you know our schools were were kind of getting up up to snuff and and uh so that was that was really a great revitalization when um club corp came in mm-hmm. 
I really like to see too. I don't know, it's probably differing opinions on it, but I like the fact that they've bought they've bought the Magnolia, right? They've bought uh, the Holly, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Years ago, and the whatever. Manor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so all that. It's really cool to see that kind of extension of Piners, and everyone is a little bit different, you know. And I've mm-hmm. um, we stayed at the uh, the, the Manor. Um, right out. I mean, it, it recently just got bought. Yeah, that's the right? newest mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty cool little place. They got the North South Bar in the back. That's yeah. beautiful. Yes, and beautiful. I'm a bourbon aficionado, so that was a cool spot for. You know, uh, to, to say. What's your favorite bourbon? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, I'm not going to go with the same old stuff. If I mean, you know, the Buffalo Trace products are, mm-hmm. are great, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I really enjoy Bardstown discovery series and, and the bardstown that's in kentucky it's a smaller one i think but they they have they show the mash bill on the side and it has like four different bourbons in them and it's like one's from kentucky that's like 15 years aged one and this you know it's certain amount corn rye whatever mm-hmm. and it shows like a, an eight year from ontario and like a a 10 year from indiana or something like all these really sourced bourbons and they're really it's just so, so tasty i mean it's if you're a, a bourbon fan so if you uh, I, I just did a, a an advertisement for them but maybe they should <laughs> Maybe we should reach out for a sponsor. There we go. There we go. we need that, sponsors, right? I think yeah. they would be a great sponsor. Yes. Yeah. All 50 listeners. Actually, do we have oh, we, we, even that? More or less? I like more to, or less? Yeah. I listen. <laughs> I, like to play, I like to play with it, uh, but no, we have more than that. Oh, look at there. There yeah. you go. See, we're definitely going to have more after today with the, right. Kim Gilly right. is in the Oh, yeah, right, so, right, right, yes. right. But, We'll, yes. we'll definitely share it and get the uh, get the word out. Yeah. So this is your – now I'm going to interview you all. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so this is the third – we're starting the third season? Second season. Second oh, season. the second season. Mm-hmm. So yep. how many were in the first season? A lot. 20. Uh, 20? 20? Was it in, actually wow. 20? It was right at. So it was kind of like a, we, were, we weren't going to have seasons, and then, you know, some things happened in life, and, and I needed to take a little bit of a break. So, um, you know, we're, you're the first one of the second season, so we're yay. excited to have yeah. you yay. here. Yeah, thank uh, you. We had another military foundation, the first one, or the second one after the, I guess yeah, the official so we, first one. Yeah, we like, the first one was uh, introducing Tony and like what mm-hmm. this would be and mm-hmm. is. Which and is then, weird, talking about myself, to myself kind of thing, you know. <laughs> uh, and then the second one, which was our our first guest we could say yeah we was. had multiple guests that day yeah, yeah. with camp resilient and then Britt harris oh, yeah. uh, gold, yep. gold star spouse mm-hmm. and um and jason howell Clark, jason. Uh, the mate, retired mm-hmm. major yeah so um so then, maybe that could be a theme yeah then, is that your first each season should be a military foundation well we, yeah i agree absolutely. i think uh i think if if you are familiar and we've kind of stuck with military foundation military adjacent mm-hmm. and then music you know kind of really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean what tony cares about what this town is kind of i mean there's a huge music scene now and oh yeah there's, really we definitely is. have uh spoken about it in this episode the f- the military presence here is mm-hmm. uh, it, mm-hmm. large and vital to what this town has become what this area has become and so i think it's it's great that we kind of and there's so many people we could talk to and so much we could talk about and a reoccurring theme not to interrupt but i do want to mention this is what we've grown to really cherish about what we've done with all these shows is there's a reoccurring theme of, of mental health and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and the value of being able to talk about it and what we hope yeah. we've had some very serious conversations on this you know yeah. uh, and and, I, and we've had some fun too but you know I, what i hope about this podcast is somebody that might be going through something like when Britt harris told her story on this show oh, yeah. somebody can say just hear randomly hear about us and they can say well i need to listen to that you know mm-hmm. and they don't have to tell anybody they're listening to it they don't have to you know if there's any kind of shame involved or or not there should be or embarrassment or whatever you can just click on a podcast and you can listen that might but help there you, but you there know? could be you but know we be, all yeah. are, we all have our own perceptions of ourselves and well you know so often um with the soldiers i had mentioned earlier um 50 disability of how quickly the the all all branches of the service can get to that and you, you you know you can be walking around and looking looking great and and still have all sorts of things that uh, mm-hmm. you know most most if you look closely have a, a hearing aid right. most all of them uh, or at least a lot of the retired or the veterans um, you know or back injuries or ankles or you know 
That's and so. that can affect your your mental health is so mm-hmm, important because you mm-hmm. think these these guys and girls like are the 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 ath- the, the supreme athlete you know mm-hmm. that they work out every, a lot of them work out every day they mm-hmm. their their mind is 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 fine tuned to the to the mission and and they're trained to do these things and you can I can only imagine you know it, it, you know it being from that and then you get injured and then you can't do those same things as good mm-hmm. as you used to be I mean it's, there's a mental a huge mental aspect to anything in life, but I can't imagine, especially in the military, you know, mm-hmm. when it's just you're expected to be the best of the best, and then all of a sudden something happens, and you can't be that person that you used to be, and you probably took a lot of pride in that person, you know, and yeah. you have to adapt over the years, and I see so many stories, and, 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 and this is a great segue that, like, the three things that we really are trying to do, so thank you for interviewing us, <laughs> yeah. to talk about this, because yeah. we want people to know what this show's about. i come back anytime. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'd love to have you, is, you know, certainly... My passion for music in the military, you know, mm-hmm. just it's, it's, it's huge in this. And then mental health is what I want to. Re- so all these things, though, I'm really excited. I can't really we're working on a song right now uh, with some some retired Green Berets and uh, and and some other military folks. It's already gotten the attention of some some people that can really push it far and that are really important people. And and uh, I'm excited about it. It's a song about it's called Hold On, Reach Out. And it's a, it's mm-hmm. a song about. Uh, suicide awareness and veteran PTSD and and what we're doing is we're going to be donating to uh, like what anybody that wants to push the song mm-hmm. can uh, you know a majority of the proceeds goes to whichever foundation wants to sell the vinyl records that we're going to produce mm-hmm. and all these things and we've got some really big people on board and I can't really name I mean a famous singers on, on it and uh, you know and I'm singing on it so it's a pretty cool thing for me I'm like yes this is awesome Yay. and I wrote co-wrote it with uh, with Major Jason Halk actually mm-hmm. me, him and I wrote the song along with some of the Green Berets uh, helped write the the bridge, and they're producing it. So, uh, so I'm really excited about pushing this because it's going to help. I hope it helps the foundations raise money mm-hmm. and also awareness for the people that might not know that how serious the veteran suicide rate is and, and oh, yeah. the awareness of the, that, that how big of a of an epidemic this is with mental health and, mm-hmm. and just promoting that so like it's an extension of me and i'm excited i wanted to mention it because we're all here and we just talked about it it's like wow this is a perfect time to do it so Did, go ahead frank I'm sorry. i was wondering i mean i don't know can you say that it's with some of the guys from bones fork right i see i was wondering if i could or not um I think so. Because, I mean, I you guys so. talked about it when we interviewed That's, them. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Like, so I we, feel uh, like the point, beginning yeah. of mm-hmm. this whole project was okay. yes, it right was. at this table. Yeah, it was. I just didn't know what I could talk about, what I could talk <laughs> no, about. I, mean, so I, was, I can take it out, though. Yeah. I just, no, that's fine. I mean, and I hate, and I would have certainly mentioned them. Uh, Bones Fork, yes, those are the Green Berets that... Um, <laughs> That uh, we I met them last year at Duskins and Stevens Foundation. Right, I, I played right. music with them. I was invited, and then we connected, and I was like, "We need to write a song together," you know. And 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 so Jason and I wrote the song, and then we brought it to them because they just bought a studio and they're running the studio. So it just everything just kind of clicked and worked together, and the whole team. And uh, Chelsea Davis, who's the producer on it, she's uh, fantastic, um, you know, uh, as well. And so we got a great great team working on it, and uh, I'm pretty excited. So I didn't mean to exclude them. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm supposed to talk yeah, about. No, no, I, I understand. <laughs> Certain names I yeah. really can't say yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, but but it's but I'm excited coming about it. In the works soon. Yes, and yeah. I, and the whole point was not just to promote promote what I'm doing. It was just that the whole mental health and and music mm-hmm. and and what music can do for mental health and um and, and, in, the, and in the military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I just hope I, I pray that this really helps raise money and awareness um, for people that. Um, struggle, you know, and that's what this podcast is about too. I think it's grown into that. It's like, yeah. wow, we're not afraid to talk about mental health and therapy and and the real things in life. And right. we're also not afraid to have fun and laugh and, and yeah. be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, because that's that's an integral part of mental yeah. health for sure. It's become a serious thing. Like when we first created this, it wasn't like I was like, what are we going to talk about? You know, like I had no idea. <laughs> and then it kind of morphed into something real. And that's yeah. why I, I I love that. Anything I've ever done in my life, I want it to be real and authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, authentic and yeah and it's become something really important to me so i appreciate the opportunity from you frankie d and well and, i mean and I, I love it too i mean like i said i went wanted to uh, go to school for psychology and that's i think i may have said it here but i've talked recently to somebody about what i love about doing this is that and i get to do it on this show you know some of the other shows that i work on we don't get as serious we don't really dig in mm-hmm. to things that you know, are that affect people's lives in that way. You know, mm-hmm. the mental health is something that is with you all the time. And if you don't address it, it can very quickly become something that is hindering your daily life mm-hmm. and, and 
causing you a lot of pain if you're not and then as a as a spouse or a child Mm. having to learn to deal with that too so even though that soldier warrior serviceman is or woman and you know they're dealing with their own demons that that affects all those that we we never see the entire family unit yeah yeah Yeah. and sometimes from people that have struggled i I hear them saying sometimes the people that um are are around them while they're struggling might Mm -hmm. have it worse even some of the people that i've talked about i mean just uh, you know they're, they're like i just put i put my family through that not that they did but it's like they're once they get through that mm-hmm. you know and that's the big thing is like you will get through it you know that's right. the hugest thing about it is because if you just keep the light and the hope and you keep working towards every moment minute like you can't you can't do it a, a day at a time even you have to do it like a minute at a time and just try to make little wins in your mind and and that's the way to that I you know because i've experienced it not not severe depression firsthand but i have very close family members recently that were involved in this and um that's the thing you you know in therapy they tell you take it every minute at a time you know like you have to have wins you know and and it's going to be really hard for a while but you will get through it you know right the whole people that commit suicide it's like they don't have any hope that they're going to get through it and you will you know Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think opening up and i think that's why this is such a fitting medium to talk about it is because that's really one of the most important things about that experience is being able to talk about it mm-hmm. or taking that making the effort to talk about it whoever that's with whatever that looks like it, that's how it starts mm-hmm. yeah if you if you bottle it up it's not it's, it's there's not good things that happen. well and you know if you look on on the sleeve here is that taking it's take, on the back of the hat there yeah too, taking right? care of those left behind yeah. elixir said uh, that's been the uh, that's in our logo. Um, it's part of our, our our branding and and really the philosophy that we, you know, we we live by. Um, going back to the survivor outreach services, there was also within that building a warrior, what was called warrior transition unit, um, and and that was a. We also helped fund that, which it was really more for uh, traumatic brain injury, which then can go with PTSD, certainly yeah. with that, is that um, the things that we, you know, these guys and gals go through and things that they, I don't, you know, you even think about World War II, you know, as these guys came back, they never talked about what they mm-hmm. saw. Mm-hmm. And you know that was then was it was even harder to to discuss, um, mm-hmm. but hopefully we've we have some outlets for folks. But like say, how many twenty one suicides a day? Something that, like that. Yeah. Twenty one, twenty three, mm-hmm. something yeah, like that. Think, yeah. And the average deployment since Afghanistan the, or the global war on terrorism, like the average, uh, what I heard, the average soldier goes on like several deployments and, and some mm-hmm. of them even had you know 10 plus deployments in mm-hmm. 20 years you know and that's just unheard of even during world war ii and world war one in vietnam yeah you had like maybe mm-hmm. two or three you know mm-hmm. like now it's like 10 or 12 yeah, i mean sometimes. it was like a big deal when the soldiers in vietnam went back <clears throat> for a second one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, was. i mean you can only imagine so and then transitioning from that to, to civilian life i mean I can't even imagine. You know, you have to have. That's great that they mm-hmm. have those resources there. You have to have help to to get to, in a different mindset because that's what it is. Your mind is changing, and you need to hopefully be able to fit into this, and or not fit into something, but make it work for your mind, like where you want to be, what makes you happy outside of the military or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and get used to that civilian life. I'm sure is not from firsthand. I'm just guessing it's probably a really difficult change you know um yeah so anyway i thank you kim for entertaining us with our well, our passions <laughs> right, are, right. that that's what i want the show to be about and it's perfect for the first episode of the second season so yeah. we would love have loved having you here and yeah, um, we have to bookend a little bit because the last episode was us interviewing tony or me interviewing tony again or tony talking about what he does again so it's kind of like yeah we bookended that so that's good to yeah. uh, and all just Re- refresh flows. everybody's that's it well, yeah. refresh them to patriotfoundation.org and if you're go. so Thank inclined you. to to donate because you know that um it, it'll go to a, a great cause and we're paying it forward with 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 our support and Absolutely. i always like to make sure that um we 
make it make people aware if there is an opportunity for other than monetary support mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. do you have do you um, need volunteers ever do you have a way somebody could get in touch with you to express interest in volunteering Abs- absolutely and then on the uh, contact us page you know you can you can go there that'll come directly to me as well and i can be able to to respond and just uh one other little kind of addition is we're getting that patriot foundation is a non-political non-affiliated uh, foundation you could, when you hear about you were saying the patriot or patriots found you know we're not we're, oh, we're, is are those do those exist as well? That some of those do exist, okay. and uh, some of them are politically driven, and um, sure. you know, I a get, lot of I a get, lot of things are these. Yeah, days, and I'll, I'll get that. Um, you know, and um, we from time to time actually even get stuff from Pinecrest. Because it's the, oh, yeah. pa- the Pinecrest Patriots. <laughs> oh, right. Some poor teenagers you know, missing their yeah, varsity letter. Yeah, I sent him my money for it's camp, for football club, camp, right. and yeah, I haven't gotten any information. So <laughs> so it is it is different from that. Our, our sole vision, purpose, blinders on to to uh, make sure that if you, if you have a dream to have a post-secondary sco- uh, education, then we're going to be there to help support you. That's great. Yeah, that definitely. That's awesome. Good, good point, too. You know, it's, yeah. it's always, not, I mean, you, you don't want to get politics involved in everything. And no, there but shouldn't I, I, be politics involved in there, this. Yeah. And there isn't. And exactly. I, you know, it's kind of like I probably need to just point that part out that if you see things out there, it's it's not us. It's uh, we're we're all about <clears throat> about helping that so awesome. tony yeah. frankie d frankie d <laughs> frankie d <laughs> yeah kim gilly i guess do people call you by your full name a lot <laughs> kg yeah <laughs> it just Capital rolls off, i will say it just G. rolls it does roll off yeah. the tongue yeah, yeah. Kim yeah. Gilly. thank yeah. you so much and we're sorry we kept you a little bit longer today but hey, no, we started talking about real serious good st- stuff yeah. that needs to be talked about and that's yeah. what the show's about so i had a great time thank I, you for sharing your vision thank too. You. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well thank you all for giving me an opportunity and a platform to to do that because it is uh it, it is a wonderful group my volunteers are are great the the people that originally started this and if you go on and um look under about us and look at the leadership uh especially our advisory board is just all mil- military and and but the the op uh the operational volunteers are as important as anything you know so right we appreciate that yeah thank you we well, all go check out patriotfoundation.org uh and go donate some money yeah. uh, and also that just and i know that you get the money later on and it's probably not the ideal way but there for the people like me who share stuff on facebook you can you can help by just sharing something on facebook mm-hmm. and facebook oh, does yes. have patriot foundation on it because yes. i've donated many times from facebook and it, and it takes a little while I hear to get there, but eventually, hopefully, it, it does. does. Okay, it does. Okay. it does. Yeah, or LinkedIn. I'm on uh, LinkedIn as well, and uh, so there are links at the bottom down awesome. there. You can you can click on, but at, certainly sharing is 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 so helpful to to so people will know. Absolutely. So, well, thank and, you, Kim. And bring your friends. Bring yeah, your friends. Bring your and friends. Volunteer. That's right. <laughs> Frankie D. We're signing out. Is that is that the new one? Or is that oh, I guess we got to come up with a new. Uh, yeah. We could kind of come up with a different sign off every time. <laughs> More or less, we're out. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> Frankie D. Out. <laughs> out. Yeah. Thank you. Still work on the exit.